Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek III, The Search for Spock, one minute at a time. I'm one of your co-hosts, David Stoker. That makes me your other co-host, Chris LaSalle. Hey, Chris. Hey, Dave. It's a Wednesday. Yes, sir. You know what that means. Um, middle it's of Malt's Day. Malt's Day. <laughs> you gotta love a minute with malts. Yes. So we're on to... Uh, Minute number 86, and this starts with T.J. Hooker saying don't, and ends with a very unspectacular exploding genesis. You know, I could tell already, so just before we came on line, <laughs> you had some commentary about this minute, and now your assessment of the end of the minute, I just, you've got, you've got a bad attitude about this minute, don't you? <laughs> It's not necessarily a bad attitude, but I'm just kind of like I feel, I feel a little let down. Oh, we've been building up since day one. Well, maybe not day one. Like as soon as David and Savick get to, um, they get to Genesis. All the crazy weather going on and things are happening down on the Genesis, and. I feel like we have been, since that moment, we've been on a build-up to detonation. <laughs> and we are literally treated to a volcano explosion, a fade to black screen. Jeez. All right. <clears throat> I guess I expected, we when, when Khan's ship went up and they were leaving, I know I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but... um. You know, when, when Khan was le- – you know, when they were getting away from Khan, that explosion created rifts. You know, the rings and the explosion and the everything, and we get nothing here. I'm left wanting. You're left wanting. All right. I – well, I, I mean, my my assessment of this minute is, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all humor, right? It's all funny and – I guess they're trying to break the tension of you know the the the, the Kirk and Krug fight you know from uh, a minute ago or two minutes ago now um, a little I, I guess a little bit but you you know you had that that battle you know it's a little bit high you just take it up you know you go to eleven you know where else can you go from ten nowhere but you know we have eleven you know that would have been the eleven. Well, it's funny you say that, and the comparing it to Khan and comparing it to the you know the, the getaway from uh, Khan ship exploding because this this minute parallels that very closely. You know, mm. j- jumping to the end, right? Um, they Sulu and Chekhov and Scotty are trying to figure out you know how to read all the Klingon control panels, and right. And Sulu says, "If I read this right, sir, we have full power." And Kirk's re- reply is, "Go, Sulu!" It, like, right in a in a funny way, and we, you know, whereas in Wrath of Khan, we had the, you know, God bless you, Scotty, go, Sulu, you know, the, <clears throat> go, you know, yeah. race, um, run for our lives. And this one is more, you know, you got Kirk throwing up his hands in exasperation. You got him with the, go, Sulu, you know, trying to, I don't know, they're, they're trying to get laughs out of us in this one. 
but I, but I, you know, I watched this minute several times, and I just don't. Um, you know, I get the some of the humor in this minute works. Okay, some of it does not. So, you know, when he when he pops in, and you know. He, he Maltz turns around and he's like, "Don't!" You know, he puts a phaser. Obviously, I get, you know, he looks like T.J. Hooker. I mean, this is this movie came out during the run of T.J. Hooker, so right. you half expect him to say "freeze," <laughs> okay. you know, um, which I which I kind of you know a little tip of the hat. Like I, I I felt like, oh okay, you know, he's acknowledging the T.J. Hooker fans in the audience, and you know, then we have. You know, they're they're funny little, you know, anything with malts is funny, um, you know, and then, uh, you know, he says to him, he says, we've got to break out of orbit. You yeah, you help us or die. And malts is like, I do not deserve to live. And Kirk's like, fine, I'll kill you later. You know, like that I thought was a great exchange. The, yeah. you know, the three stooges in front of the thing going, no, it's this one. No, it's that one. Their life is hanging in the balance, and they're making jokes. <laughs> and then, you know, the whole, th- you know, Sulu's, I-, I guess, is trying to be a little serious, where he says, if I read this right, sir, we have full power. You know, I feel like Kirk would have had a little more urgency with the planet exploding below, being like, go! Yeah. Like, like much like you, you, you reference with the, you know, the con. And here, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, my God, go! <laughs> I guess that's why I'm so frustrated with this minute, because I feel like... I feel like, and, and you sort of said, like, they had the fight, you know, with Krug, he dies, and I feel like they just let the te- all the tension go. So it's, it's you know, we're done. And I know we joke, you know, you know, hey, the movie's over, roll, you know, we joke. But I feel like they've let the tension go, and here, they're not out of it yet. There's still so much left to do, and I feel like they're just sort of like, zing, 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 you know, and it's like... No, did you? The planet is blowing. <laughs> did you notice um, in the the music in this minute um, during the exchange with Miles and Kirk? You know, final kill you later. They're playing the original series. Um, you know, I call it the 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 silly fun music. You know, when yes. You know, it's usually at the end of the episode when you know Kirk makes some kind of joke yeah. artist, you know, do, in, the, do, in, the, do, in the captain's do, chair. Do, do, do. Yeah, yeah. They're they're playing that kind of music in this sequence, and I, I just thought <clears> it's just, I think just to you know, emphasize the humor in it, but it's a little subtle too. So I yes, kudos there. Um, I also like that you uh, you're proposing that there's people in the audience that went to go see search for Spock because they were TJ hooker fans and they wanted to see more of William Shatner. Not the you other know, way around, you know, you, well, uh, obviously yes, people are here to see, you know, that are star Trek fans, but you have to believe that there is, you know, mom and pop, you know, America watching TJ hooker and they see the ad and they say, Hey, isn't that that TJ hooker guy? Let's go see that movie. It's a small percentage, but you know they're out there. Oh yeah, sure. TJ Hooker in space, sure. Yeah, that's. I'm sure that's what they were thinking. They got out of that movie going, Gladys. What did we just watch? <laughs> Gladys. <laughs> oh dear, David, you're on a roll. This is where they started to do themselves in a little bit with the with the comedy. It's like the timing is a little bit off here. 
I feel like in the next movie, they sort of get the timing right. But then they go back to that in you know five and a little bit in six. They they try too hard, and I feel like in this particular minute they're, I feel like they're trying too hard, and I don't think they they needed to. They had they had the great joke between Kirk and Maltz. You know, I feel like that's a good one, and you know they even you know in the next minute will you know there's still more humor between the two of them. I feel like that's where your comic relief has to be. I don't feel like. Kirk, I mean, uh, Chekhov, Sulu, and Scotty have to be your comic relief. Everyone can't be the funny guy. Right. Where to go from here, Dave? Well, I think I think we have to acknowledge uh, the joke, fine, I'll kill you later. Um, yeah. what's, what's the movie you think of? Commando. <laughs> Commando. Easily Commando, I mean. Do you think, so Commando came out the year after this, right? It came out in 85. Um, uh, yes, yeah. And I, I think we've talked about it here. I, I know we've talked about it before offline, that Commando yes. was the first movie you and I snuck into. Cause it was yeah, rated that was R. rated R. Yeah, that was rated 14 R. 14 when that came out? Yeah, 85. <laughs> um, remember when I said I'd kill you last? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, these two minutes make me think of that. And, and that's why I think it's funny. Even now, today, I mean, even back then I probably thought it was funny. And even I think it's even funnier now because – I get the – they connect to me. Those those two moments connect, Commando and this, even though obviously they were you know a year apart. But I just – that's what makes it more funny for me. <laughs> so, you don't, so you think if we didn't have the Commando moment? Um, I don't know if it would be as funny. Do you? Uh, yeah, it's a good uh, – I don't know. I think I, I could take it at face value of you know, just watching Search for Spock and laugh right. you know, it's because it's just – I mean, Malt's just trying to be you know, yes, the honorable yeah. Klingon, and I do not deserve to live. I'll kill you later. And it's reaction. <laughs> you know, it's just it's it's a great it's a great reaction. Um, but when yeah, but when it's coupled with Commando, and that's that's a I love that moment in Commando. Mm. Um, I think it makes it funnier. So no, it wouldn't have been as funny if we didn't have Commando. Right. I don't think I ever would have said those connected those things together before. Did you find it weird that? Uh, that Krug had everybody beamed up to the bridge. Do you think that was his intention, or do you? Well, I mean, he has to beam them to wherever Maltz is because Maltz is gonna, you know, you don't want them roaming the ship freely. I know. I just, you know, you think they would either be at this point still in the transporter room. I'm assuming a bird of prey has one. Um, yeah, because we actually saw the landing party, the, the boarding party that left the bird of right. prey to go on the Enterprise. They all left the bridge. Um, before they ended up on the Enterprise, so right. Um, but maybe Maltz is just like, well, uh, you know, I'm the only one here. You, you need to come with me. Mm. I have to be on the bridge. You have to come with me. Uh, so maybe that's how they ended up there. Perhaps. Oh, because Kirk does come through the door. So we get some final shots of Genesis, the Genesis planet falling apart. More rocks, yep. more burning trees. I got to say, I'm not going to miss them. I've, I've just about had it with falling rocks and burning trees. So I'm happy we're there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not in- incredibly impressed with the the blowing up of the tree and then the falling rocks and then lastly the fake fire in front of the camera to hide all the stuff going on in the background. Not, not really doing it for me. Again, one of my crit- criticisms, particularly this minute, is... They could have done so much more with the destruction of the planet that they work so hard at 
telling us they were going to blow it up. Well, I like and, the uh, I like the the exterior shot we get here in the back half of the minute. Um, where you get to see the whole the whole planet looks completely uninhabitable. Like yeah, I, it's I, it's black. Yeah, it's like how no. do they how do they even survive to the point that they did? I mean, it looks just like a lava planet now. I mean, I yeah, it, it sort of gives off that Mustafar or um, yeah, um, that's it, Mount Doom. We could stop using yeah, Star Wars yeah. reference. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I feel like they did. They did the you know the pull away shot of Genesis was fantastic. You know, it's all black and you can see the large formations of you know glowing lava fire. They just didn't take it that next level, and we could see it all. We just sort of see one volcano spouting up of. The planet, and that's it. 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 Is there anything you like about this minute? Yeah, I, I said I love the I love the exchange between Kirk and Maltz. Okay, all right. And I love his, I love the T.J. Hooker moment. Don't. Uh, I just have to acknowledge the, <clears throat> the 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 Genesis Sun, which is also in this shot. Mm. We always, I know we've we've talked about it many times over two movies now. Where did that sun come from? Was it there, or did the Genesis wave create it? But right. it doesn't look worse for wear in this in this shot. It doesn't look like it's about to go nova or anything. It just looks like it's sitting there. Well, that's another thing. Like, what happens when the the planet finally does explode? Are the shock waves of the planet gonna reverberate to the sun and collapse the sun? Well, you know what? I have an answer for you. I was hoping you did. Oh, well. And we have to uh, rely on our pal Vaughn McIntyre in the novelization for Star Trek okay. The Search for Spock. Uh, Savick ends up saying, uh, as they're all looking out the view screen, uh, Savick says, it will form another world. She, Kirk uh, you know, looks at it like, what? And she says, the protomatter will condense to a plasma of normal matter, she said. The plasma will cool, it will condense to dust, thence to a star and a family of planets. This time, lacking the Genesis wave, it will be stable. A surface will harden, oceans will form, the sun's radiation will induce chemical reactions, life will begin. In time, it may evolve as David and his friends intended. And Kirk said, in millions of years. And she's like, no, Admiral, in billions of years. Hmm. So, I thought that was... I never even thought about that. Like, oh yeah, it's, you know, it's... It doesn't, like, vaporize. It's just falling apart. Hmm. You're not buying it. No, I'm, I find it's a very interesting theory um, that it sort of reforms into. Is she saying it's going to reform into like a solar system? Yeah, or just a planet? It's into a system. She actually mentions a star. Yeah. Um, well, isn't the sun the star? Or is oh, this? Or is she saying that the star is going to collapse no, and, and the I, whole thing is going to reform? All right, I got to back up a notch. So this. The stuff you've been asking for in, in this yeah. episode here about seeing you know more destruction and, and coolness. Yeah. Let me back up a page. Uh, the planet fell toward its sun, which burned with the intense blue-white light. Stellar flares burst from the incandescent surface, reaching out to capture anything within their grasp. Uh, the only thing within their grasp was the Genesis world. With shocking suddenness, the sun engulfed it. The Genesis world was gone. Then the disk of the star expanded, exploding to millions of times its previous volume until it was nothing but a tenuous, vaguely luminescent spiral cloud of plasma. 
And that's okay. what Savick says is going to reform. Okay, so the planet does get engulfed by the sun, and then the sun Blows goes up. boom, and then that the 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 matter that's remaining will reform into a new star and a new system. Yes, that'll that'll potentially be habitable in a billion years. Right. Okay, that makes sense. I I I totally bought. Now when you add that little extra piece in, I totally am on board. Okay. But they didn't give the, They didn't even give us any of that in the movie, and I'm not saying they need to. But they, they didn't even give us an inkling of that, which I think would have been cool. Don't you think it would have been cool if the planet had fell into the sun and the sun exploded? Uh, that would have been awesome. That would have been. I would pay somebody to see a planet falling into a sun. That would be pretty cool. That, that would be cool. Yeah. Wasted opportunity. All right. Um, that's all I had, unless you have. More to share about this minute, David. I don't. I I, I don't. I just. I, I I'm yearning for more, and I and I feel like we were a little bit let down. Okay. Well, maybe minute eighty-seven will make you feel better. I guess we'll, young, I guess like we'll, when the world was new. Maybe. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, then let's wrap it up. Um, uh, folks, will invite you to uh, uh, come find us on the social medias. We're uh, StarTrekMinute.com, and we're Star Trek Minute on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. So you go check us out there and uh, say hello. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and we're going to be back again on Friday talking about Minute 87 of The Search for Spock here at the Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Goodbye. <laughs>